When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Space The final frontier These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise Its continuing mission To explore strange new worlds To seek out new life and new civilizations To boldly go where no one has gone before I never want to not do that. <laughs> Keep it in. We're keeping it in. I Now that it's just us, I feel like I don't know how to do this without Anna being involved in the mix. She's still here, but I feel like I'm I'm alone. I feel like Anna is the wait, sixth wait, character. Wait, wait, what, what? wait. Wait, Veronica. Okay, wait, right, right. wait, no, wait, Veronica. <laughs> wait, Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, she got the last one. <laughs> last clap. Did you ever ever try to get last clap? That was the yeah. thing when I was in in my grade army school. days. I wasn't recording before. Oh, Veronica, oh we thought fuck. you were joking, Alice. <laughs> you were just clapping and saying your name to no one. <laughs> I needed to so that someone could do something. Because I started recording. No, I, I mean before when you were saying when you were like Veronica. To nothing. To, I was just in my house like. Ah. <laughs> you might as well have been just waking up and saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no difference. All right. No technological difference. Here we are. It's two thirty. And I haven't even smoked. Let's see, there you go. <laughs> what? I haven't even smoked weed. It, um, you normally by this time you would have smoked a ton. No, <laughs> no, but I would have, uh, I mean, I'm like this and I haven't smoked at all. Oh, I mm. see what you're saying. I say that about my entire personality. <laughs> right, girlfriend. Right. <laughs> now, does that mean, Ronnie, that every time that I've recorded with you, you've been fucking high as a kite? No, no, maybe like, meow. Maybe it's happened, maybe it's happened twice. Meow. Twice, meow. <laughs> Just to so, avoid answering. It's happened twice, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Tops. Are you are you token on the doobie? What are you doing these oh. days? <laughs> Drag wise. I'm uh, huffing grass. <laughs> you vaping the uh the I old... like to honk on a fat spleef. <laughs> I like to smoke a J in the park. You uh, know I love to blow a J in the park. <laughs> okay. uh... Um, well, that's good to hear, you know, quarantine is what it is. And, um, how did that make you feel? <laughs> um, guys, it's Trex in the city. We know it. You know it. We're having an episode. 
We're always having an episode. That's what I call it. It's crazy. We're here with our um, our guest of a guest of I'm going to say great honor. So, how are you guys doing? How's Veronica? How's your hat? Um, I'm good. My hat is great. I've been. Mm. It is yeah. a great hat. It is it's really just, nice. It's doing good. Uh, look. Wait. Look, it's got a bow. Oh, my God. It's got it a gold a, bow on it. A gold bow. It does have a uh, gold bow. Oof. You look like good. the bell of the ball, like Ado Annie or something. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. You look like you're coming around the mountain when you come. <laughs> <laughs> you look like Delta Burke on a, on, a, on a residuals payday. You look like Delta Burke singing Delta Dawn. So much better at people? this. <laughs> so, I bet. Look, I've been doing this for a long time. Who's your friend there, Paul? That's me. Whoa, that's you. That's a little version of me. He's that's uh, cool. A, uh, how you say uh, un puppet? Oh, I thought it was one of those things you put on your gravestone when you die. Do you do you stick your hand behind him and move him? You do stick your hand up inside of him and mm. move him. So that's a. Uh... Titere. A titere. A titere. A titere. A titere. Oh, marioneta. Oh, marioneta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is titere the way they say puppet? Oh, yeah, titere. I knew titere. that at, at one time. Titere oh, it's, marioneta is the strings. Um, um, well, um, I'm good. I'm going to smoke weed at some point. Okay. We, look, we all are. Mm-hmm. I Not haven't me. been like at I some, haven't been like at some two point. months. No. It's been like two months or maybe four lifetimes. Like <laughs> Sure. I don't I don't know. Isn't quarantine That's, time? If you were Abraham Lincoln giving the four score and seven years ago speech, you'd be like, it has been two months or maybe four lifetimes. <laughs> what if he what Abraham like. Lincoln had given a speech about the last time he smoked weed? Four score and seven years ago. Like, me and Cal were here. Wait, someone sent me something. Someone sent me something amazingly funny. One second. I will show you. Oh, you guys. I got to cancel everything. (laughs) I'm ready. You have to to stop everything. Um, So, okay, one second. You have to stop it. No, you have I'm, to stop it. Okay, here it is. How did you oh know I was doing God. something? So here, okay. Look, I hope you. I can. can't see that at all. Of course, That's, you'll be, be able insane. to. Sure. <laughs> okay. I'm pinning Wait. your video. The, uh, able to mimic voice by Why don't you at least try to Wait. make it as big as your own Wait. screen Wait. on your phone? I'm, I'm, I'm on it. You have to. I'm it's on hard. it. We both know what it is. You have to shut up. Oh, I did see this. I sent it to Paul. And Alice sent it to me. Never forget. It allowed them to produce a single sound. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. It's so funny. It's never not funny. Do you know what's weird? I saw saw a bunch of variations on that. Mm Mm-hmm. That's that's the only it's funny the one. one. Yeah, it's not just the funniest one. It's the only one that is truly funny. Garrett Which suggested one? it would be what funny. That one, the one you just played. It's oh, they like recreate that like a full esophagus and whatnot. 
But it's like they they, they choose because it's just vocal cords. It's not like it's vocal cords and some (laughs) notes that the mummy gave on what it would say if it was ever resurrected. It's just the vocal cords. So they chose. You know, that's not the real sound. Uh, uh, yeah. No, I didn't know that. The real real sound is very uneventful. (laughs) But it's still still pretty funny. But now. Shut up! Is that real? I'm sorry. It is, yes, that's it. He just does this little little sigh. I'm sending it to you. It's like you're trying to wake him up. (laughs) Imagine being awakened after so long and just. Wait, so how is that so genius then? That they did. Now I'm angry. They're geniuses. That someone was that funny? I don't like that there's people smarter than me. Guys, I got to show you. I got to show you something now. Stop my, it. It's I, too funny. Stop it. It, it. Stop doing whatever you're doing okay. and look at this. Okay. This is the back of my SAG card. Do you see? We don't see the print in it, but we see the <laughs> what? rectangle. What a prank. I pranked you. Uh, oh. You guys are never goodbye, new listeners. I'm gonna make this goodbye, new listeners. No, welcome. Terrible as possible. You would not believe this email I I received. I could not believe it. (laughs) It's. Can you believe it? What is this? Veronica leaned in to actually try to see it. (laughs) It's so good. That's why I I find myself always like. Like trying to look over the over the into. screen, over and into. I'm a window. I'm a window neighbor. One of those like nosy people. Speaking Guys. of window neighbors, oh okay. yeah, and we were. Um, I hate. I hate my neighbors. Do you really? Why? What they do? So my upstairs neighbor, and I do think some people in my apartment complex might listen to this podcast. So, but it's fine. We all talk about the, these neighbors. My upstairs neighbor has a man living in her house. And the man who in question is some, I'm going to call him a creepy guy. And one day uh, he was outside, struck up a conversation with me, and he made is sure to let. the one who was looking in? No, that was not a neighbor. That was a, 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 prof- a, a professional. <laughs> that was a man who I was supplying him. me with material for my special. Um, the guy goes to me, yeah, um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not her boyfriend, anyway. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I was like, D- out of nowhere. This was this was the mm, first thing. That didn't he- <laughs> ask. No preamble. Wasn't aware. Wasn't trying to find out at all. <sighs> not flirtatious in any way. Of course, with some men, you know, being verbal at all is flirtatious and an invitation. But it, it was so crazy because it's like. <laughs> this guy, but it was so crazy because it was like, ah, uh, hello, <laughs> Paul gets off this podcast and he's like, those two women won't stop hitting on me every time. <laughs> Janie's like, that's not what's happening. Um, but there's, and I'm like, the craziest part is I know the layout of that apartment because it's the same as mine. And I'm like, it's a one bedroom. It's a one bedroom. You're definitely her boyfriend. You're just some dude crashing in her one bedroom apartment for, for how long? For, for nigh on a year. <laughs> wow. I mean, 
That's a bold play. So ever since then, I've been like, oh, great. Uh, a predator lives above me. <laughs> so is she is she a cool lady that you would be like, hey, just so you know? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> I would also avoid her. So. Sure. Sure. Well, I guess it's a match made in heaven. Hell. No? Hell. And match- hell. Is there a match a movie- made in Crocklord. <laughs> Um, every did, time I think my husband is not a, a perfect husband for me, he is a perfect husband for me. That's what I say. Oh, the the worst ways and the best way. <laughs> is this apropos? What of I'm trying to say is, we you deserve each other. It's like what people happen. Mm. What people when people are it's together. It's like what like people that. happen. <laughs> that is like you what know. people happen. I had a very. I like... haven't smoked. <laughs> You've said it I just twice feel now. out of I just feel out of sorts and like I, like I'm being crazy we'll and get in like sort. you'll get in sorts. Okay. We'll just um, let's just ease into it, baby. Yeah. I was going to tell you about my dream because um I know you like that. Yes, I had a I'm dream. Interested. Also it has to do with this episode. You That's are one of my only friends That's who true. likes That's hearing true. my dreams and this is real. Me? Um yeah, nobody else likes hearing dreams. Um Paul's pointing at himself, but he I might like be pointing dreams. at a person he's who's I, in the room with what? him who likes hearing dreams. I I do not it's mind hearing dreams. It's, the the problem with people retelling their dreams is some people their dreams are not worth retelling. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Some people have very interesting dreams and I'm happy they don't to tell hear those. You. Yeah. I they, they they're like and I saw some uh potatoes and you're like Mhm. Well, if you're not telling me what it means to you, and you're just and I'm saying like, potatoes, and I'm there, and I'm like, what kind of potatoes? I'm on such a mistake. And you woke up, and your pillow was gone. I get it. <laughs> Are you implying they ate the pillow? That yes. Was, okay. Yes. <laughs> so, in my dream, I was having a like very steamy affair with a fictitious man. Mm. Um, like not someone you know in life. No, sort of an amalgamation of people that my subconscious invented. Who, who? Like, who's people's? George W. Bush. No, um, this guy I know from comedy and this guy I know from program. Being the president. No mm. one that you've ever hooked up with. <laughs> no. What no. is the common be- denominator between them? Um, They're just tall and sort of hot. Dark <laughs> hair. Anyway, so I was having this like long I'm affair. all about this. Okay. I know you'd, I knew you would be. And in the middle of the dream, I like the affair kind of reached its like culmination of like, okay, I've I've either got to leave Garrett or like, you know, An cut this off. And Garrett <laughs> Garrett came up to me and Ronnie's hiding. <laughs> Garrett, I'm trying not like, to be so like into it. Cause I'm like So Garrett comes up to me in the dream and he's like, So you're gonna leave like I was about to tell him, like, I'm leaving you for this other person. And Oof. Garrett just comes up to me in the dream and he's like, so you're 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 going with that guy now? And he didn't say it in a way that was judgmental of the guy at all. Just like matter of fact, I'm mm-hmm. trying to get information. And because of the way he said it and just his face in the dream, I was like, <laughs> I literally was like, nah, I stay with you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> like it just immediately took like the whole <laughs> long dream affair. I was like, this is crazy. And then he's like, so you're going to go? And I was like, no, forget it. <laughs> so his absolute chill. Yeah. Stopped you. I wanted what, to. That was all you needed. All yeah. you needed to it made you stop fall this. in love again. It made yeah. me fall in love again. Just the, yeah. uh, the for him to just state him. the facts. 
Yes. Of what you're yeah. doing. Straightforward. It was so great. It was is fun. That your, is that your real life dynamic? I believe. He just calls you is. out flatly no, without like, no, no. judgment? He, he, no, he doesn't really. He doesn't do that very much. He's very judgmental. That's a fun dynamic we have is that he's a really judgmental and sometimes cruel person. He's a Pisces. <laughs> um, and there you go. We have fun with that sometimes. He, a Pisces. A Pisces is not fun for uh, for a lot. He's a he's a fun Pisces. Uh, whatever Pisces. it is about our dynamic, I enjoy having somebody who absolutely makes fun of me in the perfect times. Like I have a like I have a streak, obviously that you guys know about, which is like I'm very I can be really reactive and really dramatic and get really out of sorts about stuff. And very often when I get really angry and out of sorts in his presence, he is perfectly, I don't know what it is, but he like finds the point that, at which to laugh at me and, and completely undo the knot. Perfect. And I'm able to laugh at myself. And it's like, so it's just like te- releases so much tension for me all the time. So mm-hmm. that's a Pisces yeah. too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's just like my mom is one and my brother is one and I'm surrounded by them. And they like, the only thing I found between them is that every time I'm like, oh, the guy just like cut me in line. And it's, I'm like, I'm so annoyed. And they're like, he's probably having a bad day. And you're mm-hmm. like, Ugh! like they just empathize with the other side. So, uh, oh, I flatly. think that's funny, too. I always am like, and, Jared's always like, he seems nice to me. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> um, So it's that's all. Uh, and then, but I understood that it, it's good because they're just trying to get me out of my own little knot of mm-hmm. my, my own little entanglement. Yeah. See, I don't like when people do that. I like to be in my entanglements <laughs> and leave me alone. Yeah. Sorry, Correct. tangled up right now. Can't talk. Tangled up in me. Add some to it if you want. <laughs> you can add more, more thread. Paul's sending us funny screenshots. Let's see. Um, there's a two-parter that we watched this week. It is a it's called um, Birthright. It's called Bir- birthright. It has. You guys tricked me. <laughs> you tricked me. Mm-hmm. I did. I did trick you. You got. I agreed to it before I knew which episodes we were watching. LOL. Sorry. You know how I feel about <laughs> war-centric episodes. Well, yeah, and we don't even need to talk about the second episode because you don't it's all like war. it. <laughs> You don't like the Worf's episodes? No, it's 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 so it's all it's about Klingon same. shit. It's the same shit every time. Every time. Every single time. Never knew. And then What's the your- second episode before no spoiler, you know, uh, not to give a spoiler, but the second episode is there's not even a B story. It is one idea stretched out over an hour. And then and then it's over. The end. And the idea is that um, they're missing out on their culture and Worf needs to yes, get out. Yes, their culture, which, by the way, sucks. Sucks. <laughs> sucks. Like, it's so, it's so weird that they set up this character that is based on the arch enemy of the original series, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to, we're going to, this is now further in the future. We are going to uh, introduce uh, new ideas into the Star Trek universe. Paul, can I interrupt you which, for a second? Sure. Go off. One of <laughs> what a nightmare! <laughs> what, what a nightmare! <laughs> One of the ideas is 
Oh my God, a Klingon has joined the Federation, is serving on the flagship, and all this fucking guy cares about is Klingon shit. Like, it does not affect his life in any way. Why is he even in the Federation? What is the fucking point? Yes. It doesn't make any sense because any plot that, that revolves around him is all about Klingon shit, and it's so tedious. <laughs> and it makes me feel bad for the actor. It makes it me makes feel bad, feel for, bad Michael for the Dorn. actor. It, it does. It's, it's, and I always say, if a show invents a, a, a people and a language to go with it, yeah. like you notice in Lord of the Rings how the elves that have their own language and they're like really interesting. Like the, the Klingons are just like, they have all the like the foundation there for creating a really interesting other race. Yeah. But then they're always like, and remember, make sure to take all that foundation and never use any of it. To yeah. do anything important. They've created so much shit. The the language, all the accoutrement, everything has a name. Like there's all these very specific things. And then all it is is we like war. We like to kill stuff. And we love dying in battle. It's the best. That's all it is over and over and over again. It's almost like it's if it was trying to be funny, it would be. Because it's like, it's like a f- making fun of goths. Where it's like, oh, I just can't wait till I die. It's raining out. Great. <laughs> so one note. <laughs> it is very one note. I wonder, like, if I was if I was Michael Dorn and I had a like a the one Latin character in all of a thing, and then every time I have an episode, they make it about tacos. I would die. I'd be like, I need to. I'm gonna walk away now and then just walk away from the show. <laughs> like just that one note. Captain, that- I request 48 hours of shore leave. I heard about some tacos. <laughs> There's a taco truck that I have to, only I have parks to in the those, side of the galaxy. I have and, to get uh, those tacos. Gotta, gotta get them. And every time they're eating any other food, it's always like, this food has no spice. <laughs> and that's the equivalent of honor and everything. Your yeah. bland food. <laughs> A replicator cannot make tr- <laughs> true flautas. <laughs> it was. It's so true and it's so sad because I. <clears throat> in the one hand, I want. Like, it seems like there's. It, Looking at that second episode from the perspective of like if if they really wanted to do a real thing, which I think Discovery attempted to do as well. Like, mm-hmm. oh, even in the first episode, there's this clip with um, Commander Troy talking to Worf about him discovering that his dad might be alive. And she's like, um, actually, I have the clip. If you want to uh, play it, Anna, it's the clip that's titled Troy Dismissive. <laughs> that the Troy curls. Wait, can I say about this this the Klingon ep- episodes? Yeah, you can say about it. You can okay. say about it. Can I say about it? What do you keep looking at? By the way, <laughs> you're just several... like a full on profile. <laughs> I have, um, the, the, look, my TV. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, <laughs> I really thought it was a Zoom background. No, no. This is my actual background. And is being held captive in a Romulan prison camp. So, Robe, I almost called him Robe. Robe, Robe V Wade. 
Robe v. Worf. <laughs> Robe v. Wade. That's gonna be my. That's gonna be my Halloween costume for so Zoom, wait, we're, we're, for we're Zoom talking, Halloween this year. So first, Zoomaween. Before we we were talking birthright here, birthright mm. part one. And so before we start, I want to say at Deep Space Nine, Worf investigates reports that the, his father is still alive, which he had died in the attack. Battle of, of Kittermer. Kittermer, thinking the um, when he was little, and that's why he grew up with Russian. Kittermer. Earth parents, um, and an and an engineering accident, an engineering accident causes Data to experience a vision of his father, Doctor Soon. So birthright is about father, Favi, Favi issues, daddy issues, Favi issues. He claimed that he's alive and is being held captive in a Romulan prison camp. Oh my God! Could it be true? A Klingon would never allow himself to be captured. A warrior so fights to the If my father were alive, it would dishonor his sons and their sons for three generations. Even Alexander Who would cares? bear the burden of guilt. So what? So you're willing to ignore the possibility because you're concerned about dishonor? For once. My father is dead. That Uridian is selling lies. <laughs> If you're so sure about that, why are you still so upset? Damn. <laughs> she uh -huh. fucking got him. She fucking got him. Worf, <laughs> you can't deny the possibility just because you don't want it to be true. Mm. Mm. If you want to talk about this, you know where to find me. I'm mm. so mad right now, though. Honor! <laughs> so, actually, I feel like I when I watched the scene, I was like, so the Klingon culture, right? Like we, as we understand it, is that the <laughs> most important thing is to never be captured, never be bested in battle. And if you, or never be captured, you always have to die. Dying yeah. is the best. Always die. Yeah, the best. Yay, die. Can't wait. And can't wait to die. If I break my nail, die. Everything, die. So um, then we know that, right? And so he's like, okay, so... Um, my dad, apparently he was captured and that would mean that there's like he's worthless and that yep. everything I've ever thought about my dad is wrong. And also it's like the worst thing a person can do. And so what's the worst thing a human could do is like be a genocidal maniac. So that's kind of what he's saying, right? It's like my dad's a genocidal maniac. And Troy is just like, you really care about that? You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> It's my whole shit. Yeah. I don't know, as a counselor. Which you what, should know by now, because it's the only thing I ever talk about. And I, no matter how dumb it is, it's dumb that that's their philosophy, but it's yeah. still their philosophy. And she is the counselor yeah, yeah. and also They've his super friend established it. would They've know that. Super established. She's yeah. like, oh, uh, so you care about honor again or whatever? It's like, you're a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> But you gotta tell your friends the truth. You gotta call them out the rough way, you know? You gotta slap them you twice. You have to call them out the rough way? You gotta call them out the rough way. You gotta slap them twice. Come on, yes, wake up. Back and forth. You hit you hit the you hit them <laughs> with the palm and then uh, the backhand. <laughs> you know how hard it is to after you slap someone, go back with the back of the palm? Yeah. Much less uh -uh. do it several times. You gotta be really fast because I didn't the, know. The first hit, they and will aim. react. Yeah, and they will like step back. So you gotta keep kind of like adjusting you gotta, for. Uh, you, you gotta be lightning fast. Yes. So when you hit them with no the palm, idea. step in 
Wow. For the backhand because they will have moved. Oh, yeah, it's a, there's like a, a degree that you have to like yes. for accuracy. I it's, no that's idea. what that's what we call the 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 golden <laughs> angle. <laughs> <laughs> that's the golden angle. The golden it's the angle. golden angle. Yeah. Uh, yes. So have you unlocked actually, the golden angle in Animal Crossing? Well, the <laughs> funny about the funny thing about the golden angle Rubber is gold. that you can also find it in Riker's like positions uh, when he stands. Uh, oh, I've, I've heard this theory. I, I know, dismissed it's, it. It's a not it's pseudoscience, but yeah, I dismissed it. Um, well, I um, I don't know if I totally agree with you guys. I feel like it's dumb that the counselor would just like be such a I don't know. It's just like let him have his philosophy, whatever you know. It's like apparently that's what's important to Klingons, right? Is that like yeah. these are the things that are important to them? So like maybe instead of just like dismissing it, find out why. Like the show could do a lot more of like finding out what what it is about a culture that's based on this maybe go into the complexity of what that could mean because obviously even though they're all these warlike guys that love dying all the time they're still they're still managed to be mm -hmm. a society yeah so why is that why are they able to f you know create tools and well that's too big a question i think yeah. but every once in a while they throw in a thing about klingon poetry or whatever the fuck the tea ceremony and it's like, that's yeah. just never, it's always in passing and it's always mm -hmm. like whatever serves whatever point they're trying to make. But, but again, on the same, by the same token, like a, a, a cornerstone of Trek, at least these two series, the original series and this series mm -hmm. is dismissing other cultures and their beliefs. Mm -hmm. It's true. And saying true. that they're like, I don't get how you still uh, you know, you uh, you care about this shit. We're so beyond that, and you're <laughs> primitive idiots. <laughs> yeah, it's and so, also it's like very, uh, it's very Federation centric, which is yes. what I like about uh, Discovery's beginning. Uh, it's yeah. just like it starts with the Klingons being like, "Fuck these guys! What the fuck?" And they and make like a good point. Like, yeah, they do make a good point. Um, yeah. Also, but you know. Uh, I love I I am living for Worf in his like dark New York uh, theater teacher <laughs> outfit, just teaching the, yeah. the other Klingons to be like like get with the program. You Do know? hunting. Yeah, um, it's sort of like if a it's if, like a, the New if York, a Trump like, supporter if a Trump supporter went to Chaz and was like, "You guys are all white, don't you understand?" You're white. You should be MAGA hats. And all the Chaz people are like, no, we like like our life. We have fun and we don't hit each other all the time. And they're like, no, you should be hitting each other. And you should be hitting lots of other people, too. And they're like, wow, I love this. <laughs> He's right. I'm buying one of those hats. <laughs> because also Worf is like doing his own version of, of ignoring the Prime Directive in this yeah. second yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. He's in like, an extremely unique situation. That Ex would be well, really that, well, interesting. Now we're getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That's, that's, that's part two. Part two. You know, I like the... Oops. I like the... Uh, <laughs> I think this is the very first... <laughs> wow. Part two. Hello. Hola. Part two. Alguien dice Ramplu? Estoy aquí. Sí, hola, Ramplu. ¿Cómo estás? Hola, estoy bien. No Te tengo hambre. No tengo ni problema. Estoy todo bien. Est Ay, sí. qué bueno. ¿Cuál pandémico? ¿Sabes? Exacto. 
Es que eres un ramplú. No, no te da pandemia. No, y no, ningún, ningún llevo máscara, ni... Irresponsable, bien irresponsable. No, pero no, yo, yo no creo. Yo no creo en la existencia del pandémico. <risa> ah, ok. Pandemic denier. <risa> sí, 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 eso. Ok. Sí. Entonces todo bien. Problematic, Ramplu. Entonces todo bien. Estás está enfermo. No, You're no, sick. no, no. No puedo sí. respirar normalmente, pero sí, yo creo que es enfermo. por lo... No. Oh, Ramplu me, got me COVID, muero. Guys. Me no, muero. no te mueras. I think he died. Wow. Wow. We just saw Ramplu pass away. This Paul, is, uh... you weren't here, but he died. What? What happened? Where I did just, you go? I just stepped out for two seconds. Paul was like... It's weird because I do Ramplu. It's weird that what? you went away. <laughs> you notice that Ramplu is never here when Paul is here? That tickles my brain. Literally. <laughs> Literally. I'm the one. Um, <laughs> well, um, goodbye to Ramplu. We should probably play some, like, <laughs> a dirge. We should play a dirge. Rest in power. Rest in power. He died from being a, ma a COVID denier. <laughs> really rest in power. Rest in ignorance and right. dishonor. So I want to talk about this episode because, you know, I find it very strange that they made it a two-parter. And then uh, the when when Data started having his visions, I was and then War finds out about his dad and then Data finds out about uh, his capacities, I guess. Um, I was like, of course, like this is our two main characters dealing with daddy issues. Of course, it's gonna take two episodes to to like untangle somehow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, but then just Data went away entirely. Yeah. Data was Data's was very wrapped up. It was like, yeah. was like, no, I can dream it. It's cool. Bye. Yeah. It's a Data's program. Like, I got program to dream. Just have the second one. You yeah. know, I don't. I'm. I got paid. The the okay. pay, yeah the payoff of of Data's <laughs> dreaming. I didn't quite get what it's it seemed like it was not something that he achieved mm -hmm. more like he just no. unlocked this thing that was already in his circuitry that was put there by his creator. Yeah. And he's like, OK, now I can have unstructured fantasies, you know, that I'm not in control of if I do a certain thing. And it's sort of like, well, so. So what? Like it doesn't it because the dream turned out to not mean anything mm -hmm. except the very specific. It was like just clues to, hey, it's me. I made that happen to you. I constructed this dream. I put it inside your robot brain mm -hmm. and then you unlocked it because uh, you got shocked by a thing. You know, so it's like he didn't really have a dream. So what he if you had a dream? access the program that had been there dormant? Yeah, 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 yeah. So did, are we are we supposed to believe that Dr. Nooney and Soong uh, built like a bunch of dreams and stuck them in there? Or I, I didn't get to the I didn't get. No, where I think we, he built a dream dream ability dream program, just like data has generator? unstructured thoughts. It's mm. like a dream generator, like a like a he video game inside his head where you just go do random stuff and stuff appears. But then it's but then it's if it's a program, is it truly uh, a dream? That's and now you're asking the real question. Now, if it's a program, is it really a dream? 
You'll know it if it's true If your dad is named Nate on Zoom No name Zoom Your program is not really dreams Um, <laughs> But Paul, Paul if you ha- Live for this Now you go If you had a dream That your dad And <laughs> I said a bup. I got a bup. Goodbye, listeners. Goodbye now. Isn't it annoying when you're trying to you're trying to talk? This is what's yes. happening. No, it's oh. I get I feel crazy when that happens. I feel crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel out of my mind. Uh, <laughs> um, there's a. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. You you guys succeeded. <laughs> Whatever it was, I was going to say. Oh, Paul, if you had a dream where your dad in the dream goes, <laughs> appears, and he's like, "I'm you're only able to dream because I helped make you be and exist. In the dream, you probably would be like, whoa. But then you'd wake up from the dream and be like, that's not profound. Oh, no. So that's kind of what Data did. Yes, I've had so many dreams that in the in the dream it seemed this is very meaningful mm-hmm. and then you have that thing where you you slip back into to being awake and you mm-hmm. can you can feel yourself pulling away from it where it's like what that was <laughs> stupid now i'm awake and that's dumb why was have, i scared of that why was i worried have you ever had a dream you've had i mean where you either heard a a joke or thought of a joke or a bit. Absolutely. And in the dream, Absolutely. it's like the funniest thing you've ever heard. And then you wake yes. up and it's yeah. garbage. It's n- nonsense. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. I, I love what you, cause you're like, you're like a, you're like an idiot. You're like a baby idiot. You're just like, <laughs> the best baby. idea ever. <laughs> I got you know it. <laughs> I had it. All, the, uh, the only one I remember is that I had a dream when I was, I was sleeping in bed and I was hungover and I was oversleeping like on purpose. But I and I knew I was going to oversleep on purpose. And I had my alarm set for some dumb time, like 11 a.m. Like, oh, I need to wake up or whatever. And the absurdity of that made me have a dream that I was sleeping and the shock jock radio kept coming on. And there was a comedian on the radio going like, nobody ever sets their alarm for 11 a.m. That's crazy. You either set it for 9 a.m. or 6 a.m., like the morning, or you set it way later, like 1 p.m. You never set it for 11 a.m. And in the dream, I remember going like, how do people come up with this? If I could write like that, I'd be famous in the dream I was seeing that. And then I woke up and I did write it. And it's bad. It actually, it sounds like a like a first draft Jerry Seinfeld bit. Where he's he's thank you like to do observational <laughs> stuff where it's like I'll take ah uh, what else is there to talk about <laughs> alarms alarms what's funny about alarms <laughs> desperate I feel like nobody if, sets their alarm for eleven a.m. I it's feel not like a time that people set their alarm for if you put a bunch of chimpanzees or monkeys in a room with a bunch of typewriters they would which, eventually which, write which 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 it it can't you be calling me either a witch? or you witch yep. you're not a witch you're me. <laughs> Remember her? What? There was a Christine. Was it Christine O'Donnell? What was her name? She was like running for senator or something, and she got accused of of being a witch, <laughs> like doing wicked stuff. And she had to put a commercial out saying, 
it started with like who she is and and what she is and all that and then at one point she does say i'm not a witch i'm you (laughs) what i do like very vaguely remember this yeah yeah yeah. oh my god what the fuck (laughs) um veronica what's going on i'm lost yeah i'm lost too there was a thing right before paul you carried us down a river yeah man that's what i do you got us down the river. That's now what, what are you going to do with us? You give me a couple of pennies and then I take you down the river. Oh, I was saying there's a bunch of monkeys and you said witch over and over again. Well, no, you said monkeys. You said. Oh, which is it? Which or type chimpanzees. Of okay, yes. chimpanzees then. Thank you. In huh. a room with a bunch of typewriters, they would eventually write the collected works of Shakespeare. But I think on the way to that, they'd probably write all of Jerry Seinfeld's stand up first. Mm-hmm. Okay. What a good acknowledgement. Such a kind acknowledgement of of a very shitty bit. Like just like, all right, you're done. That's good. Um, we have way more clips to observe in this first episode, and there's 45 minutes left too. Okay, but so like, wait one second. So they have no. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, they said uh, the a plot in the story derives from two separate premises. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, ha- capture capture Klingons too proud too proud to go home, <laughs> and then the war the idea that Worf's father might might still be alive, and then um, Michael Pillar suggested to break the story into two parts because he was like, "There's too much story to tell in one episode," and then nope. they were like, "Let's just go where nowhere where Star Trek hadn't gone before, season six. Why not do a two parter in the middle of a season?" Bad call, Bill and, Bill. And then they realized like, uh. This is the only two-part episode with a separate B-plot that ends within one part. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people were really disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Were, why would you do a two-parter and wrap one of the like the things that makes uh, did, it so did long? Did you see that two-parter last night? It was disappointing. They were like, <laughs> what I don't understand is I and was the expecting it- a second B-plot. In the ne- I was like, a cool, we B- get another B-plot in the next episode. That's cool. Then they just didn't have one. It took me such a long time to realize that there was going to be no B plot in that episode, in that second episode. And then oh, I was right, mad. that's a disappointment because you're like half an hour in, and you're like, I don't think they're going to pick me up from school. That same feeling, you know, but with a B plot. This kid on my show always goes when people give him directions. He always goes, mm, "Got it." And it's like you the talked cutest. To, you talked about him the last time I was on. Because it's this thing that sticks in your head and it makes you love him yeah, so much. stuck in my head too. I remember it's, it from the last you time you talked about You need to see him do it because it's so cute. And there he is. Nope. <laughs> That's the woman who's not a witch. I have She's you. I have more clips from this first episode since can it was imagine, actually like, interesting. So we should imagine, watch them and talk about imagine, them for the rest. I can't. Let's do it. Let's can, you, do it. can you imagine? Mm. Oh. Can you imagine? <laughs> the end. Can you imagine? Let's do it. Let's, let's if watch you believe it. in magic, no, but no magic. It's just if you believe in. Okay, whatever. Um, I there's a there's a clip called DS9 Food Court. Um, there's a clip called Grumpy Wharf. I think the Grumpy Wharf clip is really funny because it's it just it's like this is what it would really be like to work with Klingons. Is this is kind of they act so often? 
And to not take this kind of behavior personally would be really difficult, but eventually you just have to. Mr. Worf, we'll need to get to your rendezvous scheduled to Commander Rudman aboard the Merrimack as soon as you're... I am well aware of your request, Commander. <laughs> Lieutenant, are you all right? Yes, sir, I am fine. I will send your schedule, sir. Excuse me. So unprofessional. <laughs> he sucks. Bad at his job. And then he does this. Wait, the statue? Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice statue. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, the yeah. statue's got me all worked up. <laughs> He's doing like the lowest impact. <laughs> He's doing Tai Chi. Is this thing chewing? Another table. And then she's just Enter. there. But the curls. She looks terrific. <laughs> she they added like two more sets of Did the table do extension. something wrong. Oh, she got you, dude! Oh, damn, damn, dude. That that sculpture behind him is going. Um, that's a chair, by the way, Paul. That sculpture love... in his room, right behind him. That's oh yeah, up. I remember that chair. <laughs> Troy's sarcasm is. I know. Uh, I've never seen it before. Yeah. It's so only great. useful for Worf. Like she wouldn't use sarcasm for Data or for Jordy. You know. Yeah. It's, it's just because Worf is like that. So she's just kind of being like. All right, you can deny all your feelings all you want forever. She basically See walks later. in and goes, "Okay." She walks <laughs> in know. and goes. I'm interrupting something. The character, I mean, he's belittled at every turn. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Sorry. Uh, Veronica's reading and Alice is vaping and I'm just I know hanging I here. <laughs> I'm texting my best friend. What are you doing? I thought I was your best friend. I'm sorry, Paul. Oh, I, just, I didn't get Veronica, a text. Veronica, I just I got your several. text. <laughs> Veronica, I just got your text. It's, you're totally right. Text, text. You're both uh, such jealous bitches. Um, it's true. It's, Guilty. It's frustrating that um, this is, yeah, Deanna Troy is not, they're, they're both belittled. It makes sense that they end up in a way because they're both such belittled characters. They are. It's very annoying. Uh, I I find that you know, like the the idea that Worf's dad would be alive is like to me, it's a dumb premise. I wouldn't have made an episode based on that and this mm -hmm. specifically because yeah. mm -hmm. it's like, all right, it already ha like really, it's too telenovela for me, you know. Mm -hmm. Do you know what else? Because he ends up not actually being alive. Yeah. It's even more of a waste of time. Right. Because they have to constantly reinforce the idea that if he were alive, that would be a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And then it turns out he's not alive. And it's like, uh, okay. And now Good. what? The bad thing now is we solved. Got this, yeah, the bad thing is solved. Now I'm just stuck here. And I, I and I'm gonna reinforce like this terrible honor bullshit thing that's hampering my entire race. Yeah. Um, you know. And the I, thing I, is, the crazy thing uh, is, it's not hampering their race. That's the worst well, part about it. It's like, it should yes. explain why it's not. Just explain why it's not hampering the race. And then then we'll have some real like yes. meat on this 
on yeah. this marrow. The idea of of the Klingons is what? That as long as they completely keep to themselves, then everything is fine. But then they have to they have to go out and have battles, I guess, to really live life. <laughs> It's so it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. It's, fr- it's frustrating that the character is so married to it. What? Like they, they acknowledge um, just the idea that that like a an entire uh, new weird ass civilization of Klingons it, it is like currently existing, and they don't want to go ever go even they're, though they're survivors. They don't ever want to go back to their home planet just because. Because of shame and like what the culture, how the way Klingon culture has been built, um, it would be dishonorable. So like, I like to talk about like, that's what I want to like, I don't know, the idea of like reforming Klingon culture, like look how far, I don't know, maybe because we're in this like modern day and age where we're like right. revising our we don't our We don't culture. live, we don't live in a nuanced vacuum where we're unable to examine cultures. But the Star Trek writer's room somehow is when it comes to Klingon culture. Because even in the sense that, like, Worf goes down, and this is in episode two again, which is weird that we're talking about it this much because, like, it's so boring. But there's there's this moment when he's like, confronts this guy, and he's like, I'm Worf, son of Mog. Is Mog here? And he's like, no, Mog isn't here. He died, so it was great. Um, and, (laughs) and he's like, you can't tell anybody I'm here though, because like I should have died and it's dishonorable that I didn't die. And Worf's like, well, if my dad was here, I'd be glad because then I'd get to see him. And the guy, the guy goes, well, if you were my son, I'd hope you'd, you'd kill me. Well, okay. (laughs) Like, so no one has any, has, so that we're supposed to imagine that they've come all this way, that he's actually Mm. mated with a. People are mating with their captors, yeah. and he still thinks this. With their mortal enemies. It's, what? Ex- yeah. Nothing to explain that. Yeah. Topsy-turvy world. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's your explanation. It is the topsy-turvy world of topsy-turvy world. I wonder, like, what what their point was then to try to make this episode. I'm trying to, like, this is what I'm I'm in memory of. I'm just trying to figure out why they wanted to make an episode about this. Like, what's the main point of 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 exploring this idea of of this culture? Just well, it's always like give give Worf some stuff to do. Why were they destroying the the perfectly potted? planted gardens with those that weird ass game i mean that's part two but damn i was like these gardens are pretty and they're like let's just run wheels and then throw things at the that game i was just like wait why in the perfectly potted little raised bed garden yeah i don't understand it wait where's the game i missed that it's in in the uh, second one. They they play this game, which is just rolling big metal hoops. Hunting. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's like a minute twenty five, twenty four of second episode. Oh, I want to see it. It's a different episode, so we're kind of jumping around, but that's okay. We'll just take a break. I'm sorry. I just wanted to see the game with the hoops. Die while escaping. Die, Die while, while escaping. escaping. <laughs> we died. Then you didn't that. escape. We were captured. It was worse than death. Well, you can you tell when, like, a Klingon is a white lady. We had no choice. We were defending an outpost on the perimeter. The Romulans this took care- out the shields. The next blast rendered us unconscious. 
And when we awoke, we were prisoners, unarmed and shackled. We were interrogated for three months. We tried to starve ourselves, but they kept us alive. The Romulan commander Tokarth thought he was being kind. The Romulans hoped to trade our lives for territorial concessions, but the Klingon High Council refused to negotiate. They would not acknowledge... They were too high. ...had been taken prisoner. And when it was clear that we would be of no use to no. them, Tokarth offered to let us go. But we knew that our families believed we had fallen in battle. Hey, do you guys ever do one sentence just by yourselves? We wish to return to dishonor them. Frequently, we like... Tokarth to let us stay, and he took It's just, like, honor. constantly... They're doing that improv I game where they tell a story. But since there's only two of them, we're like, instead of doing one word, let's do one sentence but at a time. what of your own? There is no honor in remaining prisoners. We lost our honor when we were captured. Ronnie looks like a cameo brooch. Brooch. Does not matter what happens. Oh, they'll save every one of us. Is that our families are not dishonored? Why did you come here, Warp? Is honor did a big thing with them? I can't remember if honor is the main thing or not. <laughs> would have found only dishonor. Would that be bad? I don't, I don't understand these blue-eyed Klingons. This type of Klingon woman is known as a Karen. Um, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I got you, Paul. You got me. Really, that was really good. You fucking got me. Karen. Okay, here's, here's another White thing Klingon be, woman. <laughs> another thing to be frustrated by is... That the so the Romulans interrogate them for three months. They take them prisoner and everything. Then they try to bargain, like they try to uh, bargain with the Klingon Empire mm -hmm. uh, with prisoners, which is like they're lifelong adversaries. They would absolutely know that that would not happen. They would absolutely know this is not going to work. Yep. They'll they'll never they won't accept prisoners back. They're dead to them. It, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It sounds like Tokath was just really stupid. <laughs> like Tokath didn't take Klingon school or whatever. Way to go, Tokath. Like he was nepotistically promoted to whatever mm. position that he's in. Right. Like he's like the Dan Quayle of the <laughs> <laughs> of the um Vulcan or whatever federation. And so He spelled Truxoth with an E on the end. <laughs> he's like, no, I mean we could talk to him. There was like you. Let's try it. <laughs> He's like you know. I was, <laughs> the worst they could say is no. <laughs> is this the first time that we see? Uh, I think this is the first time I've seen the Deep Space Nine mm. station and set in TNG, mm -hmm. and they were already filming the episode. So this is already like probably of the first overlap. <laughs> I I just want to say, and they don't really the do anything. Overlap. Like they don't. Like when I first when it first started and there there's and and you know the narration saying we're going to Deep Space Nine I'm like oh wow I I didn't yeah. realize this was like a crossover this is cool there's no crossover nope. like except for except for Doctor Bashir that's it yep that's it that's the crosser cross crosser who doesn't who doesn't really know who Data is until he introduces himself <laughs> <laughs> like they're talking they're talking for a bit and he's going oh I'm sorry I'm Julia Bashir and he goes oh, oh I'm Commander Data it's like oh. Data? That's you're the famous <laughs> oh. android. Wait, what? Oh, that's really no, funny. He's the, oh, he's you're the only Data. Person with like glacier skin, skin. Yeah, you know? everyone like, knows what this dude looks like. Everyone knows. Eyes. Nobody would be he's yellow eyes. Yeah, he is an in, a, a universal celebrity. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, everyone in the Federation Literally. would absolutely know what this guy looks like. Um, <laughs> that's true. How could maybe Data is in universe explanation coming at you? Frank, maybe frankly, I'm, I'm Julian Bashir. Maybe Data is a style. Like he's so famous, like Car Kim Kardashian, that like lots of women now look a lot like Kim Kardashian. I see. I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people just walking around with like their uh, like glaciers. yellow contacts. Yeah, yellow contacts. And they're like uh, frozen yeah. type skin. Data, what? like butch women dress like Data, like it's a whole subsect of style. Right. Maybe. They've just never shown us this on the show or ever discussed it. <laughs> they don't have time. They don't have time. We got to talk about this. Klingon. Klingon. That uh, is a good point. <laughs> prison we gotta planet. talk about Klingon honor. We but there is an explanation. Planet. There is an explanation, and Alice is giving it to us. There's a lot of people who look like Data because he's a fashion icon. Uh, 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 I buy it. The I way you it. say it, Veronica, get, gives it real honor. <laughs> I Thanks. explained it in a way, but it didn't give it enough honor, and now it has it. Honor. <laughs> That's my version. It's crazy that he, if honor's the most sacred possible thing that you could have the as best. a Klingon. The best. It's crazy how often Worf is saying to his own son, you have no honor. Yeah, to a child. It's 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 like the most abusive thing yeah. you can say. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> saying to your child, you don't have a soul. <laughs> You're an empty husk. I'm so, I'm so disappointed in you. Biscuit. You're, You're a lifeless biscuit, thing. Come here. You're an empty husk. Why no. so bad? No, don't he, say that to he him. He doesn't know what's going on, but I didn't like it. I didn't like it either. I'm here. I'm crawling out of my skin here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like yeah, it. Biscuit, you, you are a full husk. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're a whole husk. How we do? <laughs> I got you at Whole Foods. Oh, you gotta eat your face, thank you. Um, so wait, uh, when they they say like director Rinjich Colby was challenged by the task of providing appropriately surreal Im imagery for the scenes of Data's vision. So, Who? what do you guys think? The director he needed to like provide surreal data like brain visions so oh yeah, it's yeah like yeah. what do you think he went for here oh if you had to oh like... I, I actually kind of like the dream a little bit i'm a big fan of dreams in in tv shows if they're if they're done if they have a, a sort of spooky feel i i really like it i thought this Tell one was more. okay okay but i'm lying <laughs> <laughs> we caught you, you did, in a lie so easily. Who always did dreams really well was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I was just gonna say that. They had really good dream sequences. I was just gonna say that, that to both. Like, well, what, you didn't, tell I me, did. give, refresh my memory. Give me an example. I love Buffy. Well, there's one where Buffy was in the grocery store, but it wasn't the grocery store. <laughs> there's one where they she did it, they is did it a lot. They having a, a lot. recurring dream about the um, like when she starts dreaming about the original Slayer like the prehistoric mm. slayer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She has this recurring dream, but it's all tied in with like the, the, the play that the school is doing at the same time. Mm -hmm. That one's really good where she's like, she's crawling through two layers of, of red curtains and they just keep going and going and going. And it's like a really, yeah. it's a the, simple dream. Like the dialogue was always good too. It was always like kind of like slightly disjointed, not, yes. not obvious. It was, it was unsettling. It like was, the, it was, I'm excited was to, well 
to check them out now. Like, um, yeah, I love Buffy. I've, I've been down to watch any episode again. There you go. We're asking you to. How we're, crazy. We're ordering you to. So, I have a special guest. Damn. This is a guy who's not, oh. not an empty husk. There's Biscuit. No, Hi, Biscuit. He's a full whole husk. How old How old that cat is now? <laughs> um, you, He's actually, he's nine. <laughs> Paul has never talked about a cat before. How how that cat is. How long will it live? How long (laughs) of a torso does it make for you to be happy? What brain size? How cat cat be? How much money does it make you? (laughs) Who's that cat? (laughs) What is that cat? I liked when the dream, when he goes back into the dream and then he turned mm-hmm. into the bird and then he's flying Not through bad. the Enterprise. I liked it. Yeah, because it's it. like we have flying dreams, data has flying dreams. Dr. Noonien Soong is like, I did it. And it was also fun to see Brent Spiner without the without any makeup on. He didn't yeah. have age makeup. He didn't have robot makeup. Yeah. It was just his face and it was, it was very pleasant. Bit of a boner killer him. for me, but um, no. there's... <laughs> No one's ever reacted that way to somebody I'm having so a sorry. boner killer. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Um, <laughs> the uh, what's not fun, I think, is mm. the reaction that Dr. Bashir has to Data's newfound programming because he basically what? is like, "How do I part? monetize this?" <laughs> like at the very end, he definitely took credit for some shit. He, he was just like, "At revenue on." Ad revenue. <laughs> How to promote this tweet? <laughs> he was like, "Green light to this." We're going to put your dreams in subway advertisements. <laughs> That's perfect, Bashir. Guys, this first half was awesome. This first this, half was guys, great. This first thanks half for joining was so us. Great. Tune in for the second half. We'll be back with. Part two. We didn't really distinguish the analysis in two parts, but this is also a two-parter episode. So, Paul, can you believe what's about to happen? You can't because this hasn't happened yet. No, I haven't even had the thought about how I feel about it. (laughs) Perfect. Great. Well, don't have it yet, please. (laughs) (laughs) Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. 